What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, everyone, and welcome to our first ever Just Move podcast. Today, I have a really, really exciting co-host. Y'all might know him from behind the scenes, Mike. I wanted to say Magic Mike. (laughs) That would be inappropriate. He is Magic Mike, but not in the way you're thinking. Magic Mike behind the scenes does all of our videography. He's the person that's asking me all the questions, and he's the one that's always making me look good. So, Mike... How are you feeling? Wow, I'm feeling good with that introduction. <laughs> I didn't know there was an introduction that was going to happen. Had to hit him. Come on now. And I guess everybody knows who I'm joining. Or do well, I have to hit him? We with don't the, know. Okay. Mm. We've said just move. Oh, are you going to hit him with an the introduction? The creator to me? of just move, the queen of mobility, <laughs> the. <laughs> I just, I'm speechless for the first time ever possibly wow Wow. okay well listen we're just gonna have to like keep this mike and i need a little warm-up this is our first one so absolutely no judgment as we walk through this podcast today we have been talking about this for a year plus mike and i have so many in-depth conversations behind the scenes because you know when you're filming for eight plus hours a day there's a lot of conversation that goes on And I feel like it's such a magic conversation, but it needs to be (laughs) heard by more. Maybe it doesn't need to be heard by more people. It's debatable, but we're going to give it a shot. And then, of course, we get to see what the people think. Yeah, we'll see. So also, we're not holding back in this. It's kind of like straight shooter. So what does that mean? I don't know. I just feel like with social media, there's so much that ends up getting curated. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's like, you know, so many rounds of edits and things that go out in a way that you want people to see you and I feel like with this podcast and with conversations I feel like it is very important to show up and be exactly who I am Mm -hmm. I would love for you to Mm -hmm. show up and be who you are um but I think on social media there's there's just a little bit more buffer that I don't want to have here on the podcast totally we spend a lot of time perfecting things in 15 20 30 seconds god forbid it go longer than 60 seconds oh lord and that's hard yeah it's hard to get a message that you care about and say it in a way that needs to be understood within, say, the first three seconds. So this is, I think, a place where all the side conversations that happen when, like, basically what doesn't make it to the the promo video or the ad or whatever. Totally. The real. Not to say, though, that, like, the things we create, like, ads or promos aren't real. I think they're just, they're sort of perfected. Yeah, and I guess I'm not even talking about just our ads and our promo, because I feel like we do such a good job of that at Just Move, just keeping things very real. But I just mean on social in general, right? It's like sure. super curated. If you follow me at all on KaisaFit on social media, like everything that I do, I try to stay like very honest and open, but there's only so much that you can do. So our goal with this podcast is to be super transparent, vulnerable, open, real. The conversations that Mike and I have, they always feel like we're basically like in therapy with each other. So that's what we wanted to bring here. Um, today, what are we going to start with? Well, I got a few notes. Oh, yeah, you, know. <laughs> you were prepped. Okay, uh, welcome to the just... Okay, we picked that. 
Nailed What's it? the point? Nailed that. I have a feeling people are going to get really annoyed with my laugh. <laughs> so I'm going to try. No way. We try to lean back when I laugh. Yeah. I. So people probably don't know this because oh. it's kind of just shared internally mostly. Although there is, I think there's like 12,000 <laughs> shares on some of the gifts I've created of you. If you're not aware, there are gifts out there in the world. Um, they may take a little work to find, but don't look. I could please. just see your laugh being sort of like a highlight, like audio, like a soundboard thing. Anyway, I think don't, the people would not want that. What I'm just trying to say is, don't hold back. Okay, we're your not laugh, holding back. Your laugh is infectious. People love your laugh, so we are not holding back. Let's laugh. I thought it would be interesting for this first one because a lot of people have no clue. I, and probably basically ne- no, nobody except us and maybe f- close friends, how this all started. Hmm. Just like, I mean, this kind of dates back to us working together at Cody, yep. right? I don't want I'll, I'll just sort of give the highlights and yeah. let you sort of take it. But I mean, many years back. Yeah, and we where, were, I was two bad bodies back in that day. You were two bad bodies. Yeah. And then where you were in the fitness space, yep. sort of like motivations, all those things. <clears throat> are you okay me. you don't have your podcast uh, voice ready Mike, yet hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> mike is already are you getting nervous it's okay, <clears throat> okay. we'll work through this i get together. choked up sometimes <laughs> and then sort of the journey to where we are now but yeah. i think if you want to like maybe take a stab and i'll yeah. add in and i'm sure but i think it's kind of interesting to think about like this wasn't just an idea a year or two ago a year ago no. just move is basically a year old at the end yeah. of this month yes it's february so amazing this has been 10 now 11 years in the making so i'm gonna i won't go in very much detail to every step of the way but when i became a trainer i worked at a very boutique gym in downtown seattle it was very expensive to train and i realized really quickly it was very elitist and not a lot of people had access to it and so i really wanted to be able to bring movement and the way in which i taught movement to the masses like i i know movement is an incredible thing and i wanted more people to move So fast forward to then social media happens and it gives me an opportunity to be able to share that message and encourage more people to move around the world. An opportunity that I never would have had if I was training in a studio one-on-one or even in group sessions. So that's where it kind of took off. But the seed was planted basically my first day training. I knew that movement was this amazing tool that more people deserve to have and I wanted to bring it to the masses. Funny thing at that time, social media wasn't even around. That's how long ago it was. The only thing that was around was Jillian Michaels on The Biggest Loser. And that was no knock, no knock to Jillian Michaels. She's actually an awesome woman, but no, it was the antithesis to what I wanted to do. It meant that people moved and worked out to change the way that their body looked. And it was just something that I really despised from the very beginning. So social media gave me a lot of opportunities. And then fast forward to... That had to have been maybe like five or six years into my career. That's when Mike and I met at what is now known as Aloe Moves, mm-hmm. but it was Cody App at the time. And I filmed with my friend at the time because we were known as Two Bad Bodies. We filmed our first workout series. And that was before me, actually. So you did was the it? first round. Oh. And then I joined however long later. Okay. And then you were solo at that time. Yeah. Oh. And then we did the MX30. <gasps> Oh my gosh. No, we have to, what was more incredible than that? Cody did an, they did a really cool job of being able to tell each trainer's story mm-hmm. and they allowed me to tell my story. And at the time I wanted to talk about 
the fact that I was more than my body. Now that is like a crazy concept. I feel like it was really hard for people to understand. Mike told my story so beautifully. And that, that video you told it in, I think it's like three minutes long. It's not Mm -hmm. very long. That video is still one of my favorite and it lives on. But I think that was kind of the turning moment of me starting to be able to put my foot in the sand and decide like, this is what I stand for. This is really what I want to do. And then obviously when it comes to life so beautifully, it kind of like reiterates that, this is my message and, you know, I'm proud and loud about it. Yeah. And shout out to the team. I definitely had help on that for sure. Okay. My good, my good friend, Jeff and Griff, both. There we know, go. Oh yeah. In case yeah. you're listening. But uh, yeah. And I think at that time it was a concept pretty difficult because or for people to sort of adopt because what you were showing was <clears throat> extreme, you know, athleticism and in even the program MX30 you know, it was a really tough, and that was kind of the thing at the time. It wasn't, it was still all about trying to be just trying to like, uh, best your last workout. Absolutely. Right? Well, and because it's always been what I've done outwardly has always been an evolution. It's like what's actually happening in my life at the time. So I am more than my body actually was a concept that started I, I want to say it happened in middle school, but I didn't have the words for it because I was genetically, I am genetically muscular. So I grew up very different, very different looking than all of the other girls in my class or in my school. And so at that time I knew and had, you know, a young middle school conversation with myself of having to be okay with what my body looked like because my body was so incredible doing all the things that I wanted to do in sports. And so I remember that conversation and it was not, I'm not going to say that at 10 years old, I was saying I'm more than my body, but I remember having a conversation of being like grateful for what my body did and more proud of all of the things that she was doing rather than what she looked like. And then that really rolled out in college. And for me, and this is part of the conversation, I was always seen as my body and nothing more. Mm-hmm. And whether it was a positive or a negative and whatever, whatever way you want to put it, it was, I was always just my body as an athlete, as a woman with a muscular body. And it really pulled me apart from who I was. So that's when that concept happened. But then the evolution of being in the fitness industry and try, knowing that like I was trying to get followers and trying to be able to like, you had to be somebody for anybody mm-hmm. to pay attention to you. And I remember telling myself again, and that was like, you're going to hit a million. When you hit a million followers on social media, then you can start talking about your real message. So yeah, there were definitely like lots of turns throughout the story, mm-hmm. but I think I always stuck with my message of not wanting to have movement be changing the way that people looked, mm-hmm. but yeah. At certain times in my life, I was moving like crazy, and that's the programs that I was creating. And I think what's cool is like you've stood by that message for a long time, whether or not it sold, yeah, or like <laughs> yeah. matched or whatever. It didn't matter. And I think that that has been a challenge, sort of like showing one thing, but like also telling another. But I think that, like, not to skip all the way ahead to now, but I think that's like where it's finally, it's sort of like in this really good space, still not like perfect, right? Like still trying to like figure out how to get that message and, um, and also just not, not saying no to anybody to come in, right? That's like a big thing you always talk about. Yeah. Well, so the thing for me is that I feel like when I started training, I was so incredibly lucky that the clientele that I attracted was middle-aged women. And I loved them so much because it was an opportunity to share my passion of movement and to show them something different. And throughout the course of like months or years, I mean, I had 
most of those clients for six years until I moved on. I got to see the evolution of how their life changed because they became so empowered in who they were and movement was the tool that helped that happen. And like, I don't advertise this a lot, but three of my women got divorced and it was such a positive thing because they were in really unhealthy relationships for a majority of their lives. And they just didn't have the confidence and the inner strength to do something different. And so it just solidified to me in the first six years of my career, how powerful movement is Mm -hmm. and how incredible it is when you can give that gift to others. And so I have always been most passionate about teaching those human beings. And I call Mm -hmm. them the starters, like people who are just getting started on their movement journey maybe have never moved before most of these women had never moved before I mean it literally makes me so emotional but I remember like one of my I had so many incredible women that came to me but one of my clients Mary she was probably 60 years old and she came first into a group class and she everything that I gave the group class to do she's like I can't do that I can't do that I can't do that so I started doing training with her afterwards and I was like okay cool I'm just going to create a safe bubble for you we're only going to do the things that you feel comfortable and confident in doing because most of the time your body is a reflection of what's going on mentally you know in your mind it's not just physical limitations it's like where you have yourself mentally mm-hmm. blocked and through movement we started breaking down those barriers And I kid you not, when I left six years later, Mary was like deadlift records. Mm -hmm. She had almost, I think she was at like 265 pounds as a 65 year old woman deadlifting. And so those are the types of things where I was like, I was so passionate about being able to bring that opportunity to so many more people. And and not just to say women, I'm very, I'm a female, I'm a woman. I I resonate with helping women move Mm -hmm. and feel comfortable and confident in their body. So I always knew that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It's just been a long road to get there. But that's definitely what we're doing now. Yeah, and it's cool. I mean, what you like to do isn't necessarily what you like to teach. Absolutely. Right? So you, and I think that's becoming a good um, way to tell the story is like just what you're, you love to push. Like you're an athlete, mm-hmm. you know, you have been for a long time. So that is like what you do for you. And that happens to be what you show mostly or at least over the years yeah but really like what you love to teach and where you like actually shine would you know i like to consider like that midwest kaisa yeah you get that it's like you're you take on this different personality and i'm curious like it's how kaisa fit. there's is. kaisa and there's kaisa fit totally but like how did you even attract those like how did that even start when you were training like why was it was it just sort of like that's who was coming to the gym and that's who you got no. partnered with? Like, how did that even happen to where you took on that demographic? I think what happened, so I'm going to be totally honest. I actually think that Kaisa Fit always leads the way. Like, I think she's a better human being than Kaisa. I genuinely, like, I learned so much from that side of me. And so when I was in the gym and I started training clients, I started doing group classes and Kaisa fit is like really outgoing. She's mm-hmm. super positive. She's a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She's very friendly. And Kaisa isn't quite that, but I got to put on that outfit. Like mm-hmm. it is a piece of me. It's not a fake side of me. It's more real than Kaisa. And so in these group mm. classes, I just loved it. Like I love coaching movement. I love group classes. I love the energy. So I started to attract a certain type of human that was like, you know, okay with my coaching and my cheerleading and all this and that. And that's how it started evolving. And then I did group training sessions and that's what kind of evolved. And then I got my like big crew of women. Um, and that's, that's where it started, but it's such a, that is a 
true side of me. Mm -hmm. And that's like my favorite side of me. Mm -hmm. I think we have a million different sides of us. But when I'm coaching, and especially when I'm coaching those humans, I feel like the best side of me comes out. Yeah, I think how I would describe it that I just came up with right now. Yeah, so this isn't... I feel like what it is, is there's kind of like... the fear of failure is like gone when Kaisafit is like, te- like you can't be phased. Whereas like if you're, you know, let's just use these personalities that you're dishing out. Yeah. P.S. Kaisa doesn't have like multiple personality <laughs> disorder. It's just I an know. easy way to, you know, she has, you know, she's got good mental health. But um, it's like if you were to wear <clears throat> something fashionable and someone kind of hits you with a, a, you know, a bit of a shady comment and you might be like, what? Like you might get phased a little bit. Yeah. But I feel with... With Kaisafit, it's like you can't you can't bring Kaisafit down. You're like too positive, and it's like infectious. And I think that that's really what I mean. I've taken a lot of online workouts and yeah. whatnot, and I think that when someone feels or seems to be in that unfazable place, it's like it doesn't matter if a mistake happens. It doesn't matter yeah. what happens. Like that person seems like they're performing at their best from a really good place that's yes. authentic. Yes. And that can't be phased. Yeah. Like there's a humility that it's like, oh, I t- like, wow, I miscounted. Who cares? Let's keep going. And yeah. that's, there's something really like, you're not trying to be something else. Yeah. And I think that that's, I think that's truly what a lot of people just really, um, a crave because there's not that much of it out there. Yeah. There's a lot of people putting on a show and it's like, you can tell, you know, when, when a cut needs to happen or whatever, it's like, but we're just, you just roll and it's infectious. So I think that that's definitely, I think people really enjoy that. Yeah. And there's something that happens when I'm in that place, I get fed off of, it's like this reciprocal energy that happens when I'm coaching in that way. And so for me, it just like keeps me going. It doesn't, it doesn't drain me. Like Mm -hmm. it, it literally gives me so much more energy and I love it. I genuinely, I think that anybody that knows me when they see me coach in that way, I think they, they absolutely know that that's the best, the best side of me. I think, you know, like I'm not trying to knock the other sides, but that's the best side of me Totally, for sure. So, okay. So we did Cody app. We did another program there. Remember the, the 180? Oh, we did a huge event at a skate park in Seattle. We did a live workout where Kaisa like taught a live workout. We brought in break dancers. Yes. there was like DJ, there was a lot DJ, of I mean, it was there. cool. Yeah. It was a super fun event. Yeah. So shout out to anybody that made it out there yeah. in Seattle in like 2000. People flew in for that event. That was crazy. or something. I don't yeah. know when that would have been. Um, and then so fast forward or kind of like a little bit of a backtrack, but like, so Craig, like the business side of Just Move. Yeah. I worked with that Creative Live, I think f- two years before I joined Cody. Yeah. Craig was a co-founder of Creative Live, which was like online education. Yeah. And so... Craig always had a little knack. He wanted to do something fitness and him and I kept in touch over the years. And we talked about a few things and we tried a few things. And then I forget how it sort of came to be where I must have seen a couple of things because I kept in touch with you. Yeah. We didn't talk often, but like enough. And I was like, you know, maybe I should reach out to Kaisa. It's a long shot. We have nothing to offer except an idea right now. When at the time you were like, you were in talks with all the major yes, like, players. The one thing <clears throat> was that I always wanted to do my own thing. Totally. So this is where timing is everything. And behind the scenes on my side of things, my brother had been managing me. It was literally my brother and I up until that point, And I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom saying to me, you 
Like this, you cannot, this is not sustainable. You cannot do this. Oh, and speaking of Jillian Michaels, I will never forget being able to have a conversation with her. And she just said, at some point in time, you're going to realize that you can go so much further when you decide to partner. I had had bad partner relationship, like relationships in the past with business that didn't go so well. And so I was just super jaded about Mm -hmm. that. But I never forgot when she said that to me. And then I had my mom telling me like, Mm -hmm. you're burnt out. You can't give to others if you can't even, you know, take care of yourself. So it was perfect timing. Mm -hmm. But the first time you reached out, I actually said, no, sorry, not at this time. (laughs) Because you were literally on your way to New York. Yes. Yeah. For a deal with a potential like, but the thing I think you were talking about, or at least what piqued your interest, because we then got, we had another conversation Mm -hmm. and it seemed like basically my pitch was, hey, most companies, if not all, are they're trying to use your brand and you to build them up. All we want to do is build you up and yeah. we don't we don't need to be seen. Like it's not our brand, it is your brand, but we have some infrastructure and some ideas. And I mean, let's be honest, we were we were filming at your neighbor's house. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I mean, this the is the hustle <clears throat> though. Oh, totally. Like the hustle has always been so real. But the thing that really got me when we had the conversation was I had been in so many rooms and had so many conversations with high up people who saw me and what I was doing in fitness and already knew what they wanted to do Mm -hmm. with me. And so when I came in and said, I don't want to create programs for weight loss or, Mm -hmm. you know, to get the abs or the ass or all these things, it was like, okay, okay, to get me in to sign. And then I already, I knew what they were going to make me do. So when I started to have these conversations with you and Craig, it was very clear that you under you knew who I was mm-hmm. and you understood what I was trying to do. And I mm-hmm. think that's where, especially having the conversations with Craig and feeling really comfortable and confident that like this is somebody that has a skill set that could that could really take us to the next level, which means more people get to hear this message, more people get yeah. to move. And he's not trying to change where I'm coming from. Actually totally. he's just try, trying to amplify it. For sure. And um in shout out to you for like, I mean all the things that you were looking at were super shiny. Oh, I mean, so shiny. it was the coolest brands, they were established, all those things. And then it's like Craig and I, you know, literally Craig and I. And I mean, it's just like, I think that's commendable. And I think that it also shows that that message that you've had being more than your body, you know, and all those things are true because that was the path to be able to like actually tell that story and actually get more people on board with that story. Because the further you went into the other arena, the further away you were going to be from that story. Absolutely. I mean, I think the gift of dealing with a lot of depression is that I have been to some very, very low places. And so I've also gotten to like really know the depths of me and really understand what it means to be, happy and proud and confident in the things that I'm doing and like what I'm bringing to this world. Like it's always been really important to me to be able to like give to the world. Like I like to give, I'm a giver Mm -hmm. and I really always wanted to be able to give to the world. And so in all of those spaces, as bright and shiny as it was, and as much money was sitting there, none of that money or shininess could like change my mind when it came to wanting to do the thing that I knew deep down in my core would make me my happiest self. Mm -hmm. And so it was always, it was never a question. And I I always knew that. I feel so lucky that I've always been very connected to like what resonates with me. That's never been a question. You know, I could sit with 
lots of money or lots of very high up people or whatever and just know exactly what I stood for and what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until that conversation with you and Craig and Craig had done a ton of research Mm -hmm. into my podcast and the things that I was saying. And I knew like, I really literally sat there and knew like, this is the, this is where I need to go. And I've never shied away from work. (laughs) That's the other thing. Like I don't mind the hustle and the Mm -hmm. grind and you know what it means to create something when it's truly your own. Totally. And that was what was exciting to me. Yeah. And a funny sort of oh, no. piece of the beginning was that we were still convinced that we had to do like hard yeah. workouts, right? Like that was definitely the route we were going to go because that's what the world wants. And we have to somehow mm-hmm. over time, you know, appeal to different people. But like that's definitely the direction we need to go, especially right out of the gate. Yeah. And at the time, Mobility One was the only thing that you had filmed as like a follow along workout. Everything on else my on, a, iPhone. on your iPhone. Everything else was like, you know, short videos like instructional or things like that, but you would follow along on a PDF or whatever it was. And so because Craig and I had the experience of just like follow along, like I was in follow along workouts and you know, Craig was used to building that kind of stuff. And not definitely this is all credit to Craig. He was just like, well we have one product we should just see because it's not advertised anywhere. Like it's unless you go to kaiserfit.com, I don't even know that was the case at the time, mm-hmm. right? It was okay. You could find it, but there was no way, there was nothing being advertised. We weren't like pushing it out. And Craig was like, let's just make some sort of promo message, whatever. And I remember the day where it was like pulling teeth of like, no one is going to care about mobility. One, no one wants this. And then we do a promo and it's like, wait, I have to pause. Go ahead. I cared so little about it (laughs) that I didn't even, my hair had grown out. Do you remember Mike? (laughs) Like I had bleach blonde hair and it was so grown out and I cared so little about how this was all going to go down that I didn't even bother like doing my hair correctly. Remember when we were taking the shot? Well, I never know about that. I just thought it was like the the trend or something. No, it was terrible. But I didn't, I was like, did not believe in this thing. Like why when people like the, the, the crazy, the intense, all that is working people like mobility no that's not going to resonate even though it had resonated so much with me and my body i just didn't think it was going to sell which fast forward becomes i mean i'm sure still to this day like the the thing that has like sold and reached the most people yeah and but what's cool i was thinking about is like it's because that's very authentic like that is what took you from broken to you know, being able to to get back to your routine and like and feeling that, good in your body, perform better than exactly. Ever. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of funny that it's like if we look at like what has done well or sort of guided us in the right direction, we kind of, it's almost like we don't know it at the time, but like as we reflect, it's always like oh yeah, like you love teaching true beginners and empowering people who need that like extra boost or maybe that extra. Um, hand-holding in the beginning to make them feel really seen and safe so yeah. that like it's this place but like that is not where we didn't get together years ago and, and like about talk that. about that but it's no. just led to that's where you shine and then here we are that's like one of the big focuses yeah. that just move if i not mean i think it's the the focus, focus. yeah we still love mobility. We still yeah. have mobility. And I think we, it is very, very imp- important to us to have movement for everybody and every body. So that means tons of diversity with our coaches and with the styles of movement. 
But also what was really important was looking at the industry and realizing that beginner workouts were just not truly beginner. Mm -hmm. Anywhere you looked, a beginner workout like made you think that you already had to understand how to move. And so we came together and created the start level because I felt like for anybody that was just getting into movement, had never moved before and or was possibly injured, I wanted them to have, like if we were going to be movement for everybody, like they needed a space to come into and move. Yeah, and I think for me, it was honestly like, that was a journey for me to adapt to because visually, like I'm, you know, being, you know, a cinematographer and photographer, it's like I'm attracted to that like cutting edge, cool how you know the harder the better and like because it just visually is really fun and like appealing to look and so that was like okay how do we like how do i get behind that from like a media standpoint but i will tell you it did not take long the testimonials like what people say is a hundred percent what makes it for me because i you know someone who's already fit that found a fun program for them to stay fit or get more fit or it's fine and that's great like yeah. i'm not definitely no knock to that yeah but the testimonials that i get to like edit of people who have double hip surgery steel plates in their shoulders cancer survivor i mean the it is like i'm literally getting goosebumps right now because it is like that community like that's where like real change is happening yes. which is so inspiring you yes. know and then i'm like oh my god like that's yes like yes. give me more of that like how yes. do we continue to and just reach those people not only that but the crazy thing is is that's so much more of the population like i always say the fitness industry speaks to about 10 percent of the population that's already moving and then the fitness industry concentrates on like how can i get you to move more or move better or do this or buy this new gadget mm-hmm. and we totally forget about the 90 percent that's not moving at all. Mm -hmm. And so I think for me, like, because I know how powerful movement is and because I know that everybody deserves to move and feel comfortable and confident in their body and empowered by what their body can do. Like that was always the goal. And I think it's like, we see that. I mean, we literally cry at the testimonial videos that come in because they're not like, you know, yeah, I lost 10 pounds and I have a six pack. Like they're like emotional life changes happen Mm -hmm. when you start to care for the one body that you have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, those stories are, and you know, and we, if anyone's listening, listening out there that has a story, please share. Like we seriously is like our fuel. Yeah. And we need more of them. Yeah. And it is, honestly, it is our fuel. It is what keeps us going Mm -hmm. because I think, One of the things that goes without saying is we are fighting against a beast. Like it is a beast, like, you know, media and the world and having, you know, like sex sells as an image Mm -hmm. and having like, it'd be so easy um, as a company that's like trying to make it be so easy for us to be like, all right, cool. We're going to do like lose 10 pounds in, you know, 10 days program and like make all that fast money and do that. And we as a team and as a company and as human beings absolutely refuse at all costs to buy into any of that. So your testimonials and your stories, you know, about the programs help us stay on track. Not that we would fall off track. Yeah. We're, we're very on track, but it, it definitely gives us that fuel to keep going. Totally. And I think I've just learned a lot like from this, this journey as well of like, why do I, cause I, I'm a hundred percent honest. Like I've been trapped in that, world of fitness and like I'm not good enough and you know and all that and like and I need to lose this weight but as we've gone through this journey like what I started really tapping into is like why do I want to like why do I move like this like what is 
I'll probably never be happy if I'm going for like a certain look or whatever that is, because it's not going to reflect what I see. Mm-hmm. But if I can, like, how do I connect to what what's important? Like, why do I want to move? And it was like, for me, it was also just coinciding with like becoming a father and all that, yeah. where I was like, I just want to be able to move with my kid in like 20, 30 years. And once that became my motivation, which I like connected to something bigger than how I looked, yeah, it became so easy for me to work out because it didn't, it, it could be five or 10 minutes, it could be an hour, it could be skiing, whatever it was, it didn't need to be sort of on this like track to achieve this thing or keep this thing going like presently. It was more of like this long term, just like just move, right? Absolutely. And then also what happens when you set yourself up in that way is you start to notice the benefits of like you just went um, surfing this weekend. Mm -hmm. Like you notice the benefits of adding consistent movement into your day when you want to go do the things that you love. And those are the things that make it worthwhile. And you're not nitpicking. Like I didn't lose a five pounds and I tried so hard to do this and it didn't work. And like that is always a setup for failure, point blank period. And sometimes you don't know that. And you will not get to that point until you actually do it and you actually fail at that. But I say all the time to people, like I had moments of my life where the outside world looked at me and thought I was the most fit, the most Mm -hmm. in shape, like the epitome of health. And I could not have been more miserable. So I've had to go through all of those moments for me to get to a point where I am technically, I don't step on a scale, but I just know by the way that I am, like I'm the heaviest I've ever been and I'm the happiest I've ever Mm -hmm. been. So like so much of what we think is that if we look a certain way, if only we look this way, all these other things will happen. We're going to be so happy or we're going to find a partner or, you know, business will be easier, all these things. And it's not the case. Mm -hmm. And you have to get there on your own, you know, like way. But I just know us, me personally, and us as a company, like we'll never co-sign, you know, changing the way that you look in that way because it just doesn't lead to anything. It's not sustainable and it doesn't lead to all the things that it promises to lead to. Absolutely. Well said. Wow. Thank you. So that's kind of, I think that, that kind of brings us up, right? So we're a year, basically a year old. We're coming up. Almost a year old. On our first birthday. We're just going to say it's March 1st. I think it was like February 29th, but then leap year and that all gets weird. So March 1st feels like a really good. Which is why it literally to me feels like three years. It feels like so, but that's also because pandemic feels like five years. It's like all in the mix of things. So we did all of this. This is is what's also crazy. Oh yeah. We made the transition. So one of the things about what we were doing as a company initially was selling in like products Mm -hmm. based on me as a trainer Mm -hmm. and what I always knew was like I'm not the face of this company I can't be the only one people when I'm trying to get the entire world to move people resonate with different people with different types of movement it's not just going to be me we need a whole team Mm -hmm. of people that are on the same page trying to get the world to move so that's how just move came about and when it launched last year I mean listen people we just like (laughs) flying by the seat of our pants knowing we have a vision and a dream and we don't quite know if it's all going to yeah. come out. I think it was pitched in January yes. and launched in March. March. We went from just selling, we had like, I don't know, seven or something programs yeah. at the time. Yep. And then we opened up yep. and created a subscription yeah. in March. And it's, there are four, I would say like full-time people on the team. It is mm-hmm. Craig, who is my business partner, and I, and Mike, who does all creation, creative, and then Taylor, who runs all, like she's basically project manager and designer of mm-hmm. it all. 
And that's why it's, you know, when people are always like, wow, it's like big company. I'm like, no, we are like, there is a tight, we have, we have a really amazing customer service Huge crew as well. Huge shout out to customer service. Huge yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to our customer service crew because they are the ones, like it's been so important. It's like the Nordstrom of like quality service. Mm-hmm. Like we want everyone to feel like we are here for you. We support you. If it's not the right fit, we'll help you find something different totally. um, or make it right. But yeah, it's a very tiny crew. We have big visions and big goals and we work our asses off to make them happen. Oh, wow. That was a nice transition because <laughs> the next topic I was thinking of is just like big goals. Oh, I thought you were going to say asses. I was just saying no. asses. And oh. I was like, where is he going yeah. with this? Come on. I can't go shallow like I that. Know, I just... didn't know where you were going with no, that. I that was like, was, uh, I was trying to come up with my rebuttal. Like, Shit. Okay. Hold on. Oh I'm just my gonna... God. I was like, what? No, 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 no. Big we'll goals. Yeah, big goals. Big goals. I, Cause I think not, you know, and actually this can give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about goals. Cause I think sometimes the messaging can sound like, you're anti-goal. You're not anti-goal. No, I'm not anti-goal. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's February now. Oh, today is February 1st. Oh. And January started off with, um, you know, uh, COVID. slow start. <laughs> yeah, COVID. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I think just like kind of talking through like we are, I, I still can't believe it's only been a year, but like, so that's how far we've come in a year. Like, what are we, maybe let's talk a little bit about like goals for this next year. Yeah. I mean, I think one of our biggest goals for this next year is just continue doing what we're doing. I have hopes and dreams of building out the platform, bringing more coaches on, Mm -hmm. having more variations of movement. Like I really want, I really want Just Move to be a space where no matter who you are and no matter where you are in your movement journey, you feel like we have something for you. I think that we're doing an incredible job in the time that we have, but I think we have so much more to do. And if you're listening and you have feedback and things that you want, please, like we are all ears. We listen to every single thing. And this is where customer service, shout out to our customer service team. We listen to all feedback because we know at the end of the day, we are trying, we are a service-based company. We are trying to service those and we need to hear from you all. Mm -hmm. So please let us know. Um, I think for me personally, my goal is to keep building out, start moving. For sure. Um, I feel very, very passionate always have about getting human beings to start their movement journey and to really understand the message that you move because you love your body. You move of a place like movement is a celebration of what your body can do and just really getting a lot louder with that message and, and hopefully encouraging more people to, to step into movement. Yeah. And there isn't one way to move. Like, and that's what I think we are really trying to focus on is like having an option for like, no matter where you're at. Right. And it's like, we created, I mean, we've, we continue to create different start products, which is for that, like before the beginner or like the true beginner. Mm -hmm. And you know, then I talked to my dad and it's like, he's like, I work four tens now and I can't work out for a half hour or whatever it is. And I'm like, that makes a ton of sense. Yep. There's no way you're going to. So yep. it's like, Oh, let's create a six minute wake up and stretch routine that you can do on those four days that you go to work. Yep. Right. And it's like continuing 
to build it out so that literally like no matter if you work or don't work or have access to equipment or don't have access to equipment or you have a lot of time or not enough time, like whatever it is, trying to continue to fill that, especially for that, that start person. Absolutely. And I think what we are doing with start moving is giving people a really strong foundation of movement. And it's, it's almost like educational so that you understand your body because at the end of the day, if you ever chose to leave, just move and you know, the, the community that we've created, I want you to leave knowing how to move, how to feel like your body, how to understand your body, because movement really happens every day. It doesn't happen like the fitness world makes it seem like it doesn't need to just happen in a you know box gym mm-hmm. with a certain amount of weight doing a certain amount of things. Like that's why we say movement so much. That's mm-hmm. why we you know use less of the language of like workouts. But incorporating movement into your everyday life is as much as you need, and we're here to help you you know like stay motivated and you know teach you along the way and empower you along the way. But that's really what we want. And especially with start movers, like I want them to feel, to understand their body mm-hmm. and to like understand what it means to move. And like we all sit down every day, like understand how to sit down properly so that you don't bother your joints. You don't bother your knees. Like that's really what we're doing here. Um, and then you take it and you do whatever your heart desires. Totally. And I think to the point too of the starters is like, I was just thinking around like something that we don't always communicate, but like with starters, it's like, it's actually giving tools and a template. Whereas I think for just your, you know, say intermediate or whatever, you know, person who works out, um, it might be more of just a template for them, right? It's just like, I know how to move pretty well. It's more about like, give me a program to do. Whereas for starters, it's actually giving the tools to like, here's how to hinge. Here's how to squat. Here's how to reach. Here's how to pull. All these things that like they may not know how to do, which are so key to whatever you're doing. And so I think what you've been, what we've been trying to focus in on more is like that it's preparing you for wherever you want to go. Whether that you take this course for however long you need to, then you can go into the gym and you should know how to work out as you wish. And I think that that's like, that's really empowering. And like what you just said, it's like whether you choose to move on from just move or whatever that is, like we are giving you a tool that you don't have to rely on us forever to have, you know, this, this, um, confidence in your body. Yeah. But it, and I will say, I do think like for the intermediate crew, I think we give a template. I also think we make movement so fun. <laughs> like sure. I will never take that away. I think we just do such a good job because we're not focused on like trying to change the way you look and drilling that in all the time. We're focused on exploring what your body can do and knowing like how incredible your body is. You get to like, that's what you get to focus on while you're mm-hmm. moving with us, which is just so fun. Um, the other thing I wanted to say something about start moving. Oh, here's the thing. Hit them. So many people think like in their mind, they have like, I'm just not a worker outer. Like, Mm -hmm. I just don't do that. I don't do that. And I think it is so fun to prove people wrong. Bodies are made to move. The more you move, the better you feel, the better energy you have, the better you sleep at night, the better your like mood is. And so what we do at Just Move, especially with Start Moving, is give you the tools so you understand how to move so you can go explore whatever you want to do and be drawn towards however you want to move. Maybe you want to ride a bike. Maybe you want to go on hikes and walks. Maybe you want to chase your grandchildren. It doesn't matter. But like the more you move, the better you feel, the more you're drawn to movement. And we just give you those tools to help you continuously feel good in your body. Mic drop. Boom. Bam. 
And you know, it's funny, like I, I'm kind of realizing as we're talking about this, how much I've really adopted all these beliefs into oh. my regular, like I walk all the time now. And yeah. my wife and I, and kid, like we go for walks and like on days that we might not be able to get a workout in or like days that we are working out. Like there is this joy and realization that I had because it's connecting to something bigger. It's like, oh yeah, I want to walk forever, like yeah. for as long as I can, yeah. you know? And so it's like, I should walk, you know, cause we all, or I don't say we all, but like, I definitely like that day you go to the fair or the theme park or whatever, and you walk like four or five miles and you, you know, you're not used to that. And yeah. you're like, God, I'm so sore. Like yeah. my feet hurt, my hips hurt. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to kind of be like ready for that. Yes. At all times. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, like, absolutely. I think like we're going to lead into another conversation, which our podcast, Mike and I really like to talk. As you can see, our podcasts <laughs> are going to keep bleeding in together. But I also think one of the things that movement is so important, but another thing that I want to discuss is being able to understand what season you're in and understanding that like when at the, at the end of the day, when you're taking care of your body is your ultimate goal and doing and honoring it and doing what's best for it is the ultimate goal. There's also ways where sometimes you're not physically moving. I had COVID and I had no energy. Mm-hmm. I was moving my mind. Yeah. Like I was listening to podcasts. I, I don't read, but like how I like feel like I move my mind is like listening to podcasts and listening to people talk and like really expanding my mind. So we don't, when we say just move, we don't always mean just physical movement mm-hmm. as well. I think there's so many other ways that you can take care of yourself through movement of mind, movement of like spiritual, emotional, so many different ways. And I think we can leave that to another podcast, but I totally. do want to get there and talk yeah. about that as well. well I feel like maybe we could just, cause I think this, like how, how did you just move? Like you, you trademarked that. I did trademark. I it. mean, I don't want to like look, you know, overlook this. Yeah. Like how did that even come about? Like how long ago did that, did you sort of like come up with just move? I genuinely can, I, I cannot say when the exact moment it like came about, but I remember because my belief has always been like, just start moving, mm-hmm. like just move and it will all fall into place because I know how powerful movement is for the body. And I know people that are fighting against that. Like I never wanted to give them all the, like this huge thing to do. I was like, just start moving. Like literally just move Sally, like just walk five minutes today or just stand up and stretch. Mm-hmm. And so it was a thing that I was saying, I was always saying like, just move, just move, just move. Now for me coming into the industry and thinking of like a company one to me, I thought it was too close to just do it you know but also I felt I felt like it was like too simple of a thing I really didn't I didn't know that that would be a thing that stuck to people but when something comes so authentically like when something comes from so deep in your core of like what you're passionate about it just it ends up working but just move has been around since the very very that's what I was telling my clients in the very it's what I was telling my friends and family before my clients in the very very beginning when did you trademark it though I trademarked just move probably when I got enough money to like hire a lawyer that shit's so expensive. Um, I trademarked it probably like five years ago. Oh, it was, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause one thing I, every time I tell, you know, if I haven't talked to someone in a while and they're like, what have you been up to? And I'm like, Oh, you know, we're going to this company just move. And they're like, is that the website? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, damn, you guys got just move.com. Like I know it's yeah. crazy. And then yeah. what was the, I don't know if we could talk about it or not, but the thing with the shoes, 
Oh, Where did that, is that too? No, we let's can totally talk it. about this. Yeah, because I don't remember exactly what yes, happened. Yes, because but, I am more than I am more than my body is my saying. I, I'm more than my body trademarked. Oh, okay, okay. And when you work on trademarks, they can only be trademarked in specific things. So I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. I am more than my body specifically trademarked in apparel and products. Okay. And a big company, <laughs> checkmark, started doing I am more than an athlete. And that was like their thing. And what the problem was, what they ended up doing was having these sneakers and like this whole apparel line and this big like um, campaign that went out that was I am more than underline. And a big one that they were doing is I am more than my body. Yeah. And listen, I am a llama bear when it comes to my business. got him. I got him. Yeah, yeah didn't get money or anything, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I got him. No, yeah. I had everything removed. Everything removed yeah. off of their social, everything removed off of everything because that is mine. Yeah. I am more than my body is mine. You cannot take that that's from cool. me. I thought it was I thought it was just move that the one that it no. was. Okay. Which that's another you know, like I was just talking Close. to a friend and they were like, Who, you know, who uh, that company was just like didn't take it. Didn't get that one. You know, damn it. You know, like however many years later. You Don't know. even get it. Yeah, like, it's wild. And I remember thinking, we're totally talking like business now, but yeah. I remember thinking, and and I had Simon, I have such a good friend that's that's in that, that world. And he kept saying like, it's actually a huge plus that it's so closely related to something because sure. it sticks with people totally. so well. But it's so crazy that that company never grabbed yeah. it i mean thank you yeah but yeah here we are today someone dropped Just the moved. ball on their checklist yes, or whatever they yeah they got everything else i'm sure yeah it's so crazy yeah but we got just moved okay i love it how we doing i feel like that was good i feel like i i i think we got through so much of the backstory mm-hmm. of just move and like where we're at today. And I think we can start jumping into more detailed stuff, but I want to leave that for another podcast because we could just keep talking to people. Totally. You and I just love to chit chat. So I feel like that was an amazing, I don't know how, I don't know if that was literally 10 minutes or if that was 50 minutes. I have no idea. <laughs> we're almost at 50 minutes. That's amazing. I feel like that was such an awesome first podcast behind the scenes. You all are not seeing like Mike and I have been talking about this I think for a year now, yeah. having conversations just, and just bringing our conversations to an actual official space. So I am so happy, Mike, that you are here. I Another thing, I don't like talking, and Mike has always been able to pull this out of me. I can't say I don't like talking anymore because yeah, I like talking with official. you. It's a thing like, now. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the year that yeah, I'm you, can't, own it. You, can't, you can't keep saying okay, that Okay, I won't keep saying yeah, that. yeah. yeah. But I'm really excited to be here with you because I feel like you bring out such a good side of me and I'm, I'm comfortable in this space to be able to be as open and vulnerable as we need to be. I am very proud of our first podcast. I want this to be a space where we have conversations based also in what people want to hear. Totally. So if you are listening to this, thank you for sticking with us for this 50 minutes. Also, please let us know if you yeah. have topics and things that you want us to discuss. We are just, we are all ears. We're listening to you all and would love to dive into those topics. Yeah. And as time goes on, like we will definitely be building this out, you know, as far as like taking questions we would love to send like set up a voicemail deal where like we can actually like Fancy. hear people which would be awesome because I, I think there's a value cool to that but yeah i think this is we just at just move we're all about done is better than perfect and we just got to get things moving and this was we are at kaisa's kitchen table you know just us doing everything and we really had no 
um, outline or plan for today other than to just start. So just start. Here, here we, we go. Are. Just get it done. Yeah. All right, team. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today, and we will see you back. I wanted to say on, on the, the mat. mat. <laughs> we, on the cast. We'll see you back on the cast. No, back. Okay, we're going to think about our outro here line, but today, don't judge us. We will see you back here very soon. Peace.